Oh yeah. Welcome to the official Bucket Boys podcast. Coming to you live from Chesapeake, Virginia. Uh, This is the first ever episode of the Bucket Boys podcast, and we're so glad that you have decided to tune in. Uh, First of all, let me thank our title sponsor. Obviously, that is Buckets, uh, the bar here in Chesapeake. Uh, Although not technically a sponsor for us yet, we are believing that if we speak into existence that which is not as if it were they'll actually start paying us money to do this isn't that right that, that's right it's certainly implied it's heavily implied yeah the bucket boys is actually a sponsor yeah the the assumption is there and uh hopefully they'll just pay us in booze yeah we figure if we just keep saying it enough it'll come true that's yeah the majority of their business does come from a local group text so you know, eventually they're going to start throwing us something free. I, in a way, we're already sponsoring them. That's right. So it should be just a, a reciprocal, you know, circular. Does that mean we are technically sponsoring ourselves if they end up sponsoring us? Yeah, but it's the formality of it that I would appreciate. Like just the, you know, I understand that it's not necessary. Right. But it's the pomp and circumstance that we need. But before we get too further, let us introduce ourselves. There's four of us here for... Uh, from the beginning members of the Bucket Boys. And so uh, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. We'll start over here, JB. Yeah, my name's JB. I would like to say that, uh, or go on record, that is, that I was the first person uh, of the Bucket Boys to ever visit Buckets. I think that's true because you, when I moved here, you kept telling me how awesome Buckets was, and I did not believe you. That's and, right. Uh, I was wrong. I will admit that. So we'll move over to Matt. This is Matthew Spencer Benson. Um, as far as I know, I'm Chesapeake's longest resident in the Bucket Boys, so just wanted to put that out there. Yep, yep. I don't think there's it anyone. It cannot be disputed. Yeah, no. I'm the only one older than you, and I've lived right. in Suffolk most of my yes. life. So uh, we'll pass it over to Dave. Yeah, David uh, Neil Matthews here, uh, otherwise known as Dave by some people, not by choice, but by circumstance. You'd prefer David Neil? Uh, uh, David, <laughs> I, I've come to accept that no matter what I say, people will call me Dave. Because of the musician? Yeah. So yeah. you would prefer David Matthews? That's how I introduce myself. Yeah. Well, why doesn't he change his name? Yeah, because yeah. he's a He's dick. the one that sucks. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and I'm Steve Rawls. Uh, I am probably the least deserving member of the Bucket Boys in that I have very little relationship prior to this text with most of the guys, but have been uh, very pleasantly pleased to be grafted in to this group text. So uh, we're going to have a little history of this group text. Uh, It might seem like a weird thing for us to be doing a podcast based on a group text, uh, which is true. Um, But uh, let's go ahead and tell them the history a little bit, if we don't mind. That's right. I think I I would like to ask Matt to uh, do the honors of uh, its origins. Well, I'd be happy to do that. I think the great thing about the Bucket Boys is the history in itself is not totally clear. Um, There's a lot of points that are disputed. It is not something that was um, thought out, um, not something that was planned. It just kind of happened. You know, I certainly remember receiving the original group text from Christopher Nacho Kennedy um, in December of what would have been... 2015, 2015. Yeah, December of 2015, I was in Atlanta, Georgia, and he was announcing that he will be would be proposing to uh, his now bride, Sarah, and he was inviting everyone to pray along with him and then to celebrate uh, after the actual engagement. Um, then, of course, 
as we all know, this particular chain, this group text, sat dormant for months upon months. Yeah, however long, however long it took wars. them to yeah. get married. Which was September, so that's nine months? It's nine months. Yeah. Uh, I'm not good at math, but that is correct. Yeah, because, you know, new calendar year. Exactly. Gregorian yeah. calendar yeah. is. Here's the interesting thing for of. me for this. I had no business being in this group text. I don't know many of these guys. I was Nacho's boss at the time, uh, and I gave him hell for not inviting me to his engagement party. Because he was like, oh, I figured you would be with your family. And you're like, I, you, I was like, you think I wouldn't want to celebrate with you? And then he invited me, and so I was added to this group text to make sure I knew the details of it. Where did the party take place? It was at the Edwards house, John and Terry Edwards. It wasn't at Buckets. It was not at Buckets, because no. we did not know, as you pointed out, that Buckets was such the entity that it is. There was That's barely right. a glimmer in any of our eyes about Buckets and what it would someday soon mean to us. And no offense to Nacho, but I'm pretty sure had the engagement party been at Buckets, I would have probably been a little less reluctant about driving over from Suffolk for it. There's probably a lot of offense taken there, just do, so we're clear. Do right. we know when the name Bucket Boys actually started? Because I remember the night of the wedding, uh, everybody was at the reception, and the reception was great, and the wedding was great, and we decided that we needed to find somewhere that we are going to go after the wedding, and there was a split decision that took place. There was a split decision that took place. I led the charge to go back to Matt Benson's house and uh, continue the party there. And JB was adamant that everyone should go to this dive bar at the time is what I thought it was. I actually I actually invited a few people over to my house. because you I did not I didn't, invite me. Why did I met you that night. Well, so, there's my apologies. A, there's actually a fourth reckoning, which was... Another invite that I got to Mary Beth in the Colonel's house wow. that night as well. Wow. Well, that that no, certainly should have superseded. Any no offense other to Buckets, but you should have gone to the Car's yeah, house. Yeah, that's. So the the name Bucket Boys was not the original name of the group. The original name, uh, this was during a contentious election year. And uh, one hero that could unite us all, a gentleman named Ken Bone. That's right. I don't know if you remember Ken Bone. He wore that red-ribbed sweater, and he was on the uh, the, the townhouse, uh, sorry, town hall uh, debate, and he asked a question, and all of a sudden became a hero to us. But he wasn't the first hero to the Bucket Boys, was he? Not by a long shot. No. I, I don't recall, but it, it, it makes me wonder. No, the first know. hero was Harambe. For the this first chunk of the Bucket Boys text, I didn't know who anybody was. I had like five phone numbers, and all that kept happening to my phone was I would get a blitz of Harambe memes. Right, and and this is where certain Bucket Boys will be turning off the podcast at That's the right. mere mention of um, our our wonderful friend Harambe. That's right, and so Dan, if you're listening, we need you to power through yeah, because it's going to yeah, get better. There's more coming. It will get better. The Harambe fascination. Uh, reached its peak at this past year's Young Life Golf Tournament when uh, Scott Cameron paid $300 out of his own pocket <laughs> to get a picture of Harambe printed on a whole sponsor sign uh, for the tournament, which, which, Scott, thank you. We appreciate it. But also, uh, most of my family and friends who played in the golf tournament just ask who was the idiot who paid $300 to get Harambe printed on a sign. I was like, oh, that's my friend Scott. So. And he's not an idiot. He's not. He's definitely anything, anything but. Now, th this makes me wonder, um, you know, when the first name came about, because as I recall, 
you know, obviously Ken Bone came into our lives a little after the wedding. It right. wasn't it wasn't right around that same time. And, and I seem to remember that was when the uh, Inman uh, situation was occurring. Well, that we happened were, a we lot. We were coming up with names that revolved around Inman and, and before we ever settled on the Ken Bone zone, although it was short-lived. Well, let's just, let's just recap, because this is a big point in Bucket Boy history, is what you would describe as the Inman situation. So, Zach Inman, a uh, friend of all of ours, um, I say I'm using air quotes, and right. you can't see it because it's a podcast. For the listener, I'm using air quotes to say friend. He did, he did it about eight times. Of all of ours. Uh, was added to this text and um, did not come to the engagement party, I know that much, because uh, I was there and he was not. Uh, was at the wedding, uh, and then Zach Inman tried with every ounce of his being to leave the Bucket Boys podcast, isn't that, or not the podcast, the Bucket Boys group text, isn't that right? He, he, w- he would leave the podcast as well if we forced him to be on the podcast. He would but I said, hey, Zach, you should listen to this while you're cutting down trees. There's no chance that he would listen to this while he's cutting down trees. Most likely, or it could give him that little extra bit of energy that he needed uh, due to his So if you don't know much about iMessage, uh, and Kess, this might be news to you if you're listening. And, and Kess, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you, you, get, you get everything you ever say. I'll give you a heart stat if That's you listen right. to this podcast. Yep. And I'll probably send you some money, too, because uh, we believe in you. But uh, Kess, I already do that. Uh, uh, and Cox, this is news to you as well. You can voluntarily leave a group text on iMessage. Uh, and then uh, when you do leave a group text, uh, anyone can add you back on to the group text. And there's some other group text apps like GroupMe where you are unable to add somebody back in who voluntarily leaves. And so the Inman situation never would have happened had we been on GroupMe, but we're on iMessage. Thank God. And so every time Zach would leave, somebody would jump in and add him right back in to the group text. I mean, and for how many months did this go on? It's hard to recall. I, I remember it I remember it happening post Ken Bone uh strutting his ass into our lives. Right. And, you know, I think at some point we finally just came to the collective decision that, you know, it it had run its course, it needed to end, and we needed to just kind of set him free. Some highlights, though, he would wake up in the middle of the night and try to leave and hope we didn't see it, uh, not knowing that we were all going to wake up and see on our phones that he left in the middle of the night. Uh, and he would try every possible angle to leave. Well, I think we also like to give him a little bit of false hope and, you know, leave him out for a few hours. Or days. Or days, and then and then just add him right back in. And there was one day where uh, a bunch of people set their calendars, mm, if I'm not true. mistaken. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. it was a 24-hour period. We said, well, let him leave, but 24 hours from now, we're all going to get on our phones, someone's going to add him back in, and we're just going to bombard him with text. Uh, and he won't see it coming. One of the greatest days in Bucket Boys history. Yeah, that's right. He quickly left. Yeah. Um, but so we will, part of our podcast every week will be an Inman watch to see if anyone's seen Inman uh, around and, you know, if there's an update on him or anything like that. But um, anyone want to comment on the current status now of the podcast? Or is there any more history we need well, to cover? Well, the, not, not necessarily history that we need to cover, but just speaking of history, um, you know, I don't know that there's a way that we can come up with an official date, but maybe we should use the day after Nacho's wedding as the anniversary of the Bucket Boys because we are coming up uh, on that date within about a, a month from now. Right, so don't worry. We will throw down hard at Buckets. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a live pod from Buckets. A live pod would Ooh. be impressive. Yeah. And something I would uh, 
be ready and willing to get that confirmation of sponsorship. I agree. Yeah, we'll need. To, we'll want point. them to be on board. Yes, it yeah. it definitely seems appropriate uh, to do that, and you know, to mark that as our anniversary. I think a lot of people's first experiences at buckets took place the night of Nacho's wedding, and going forward, it only makes sense to uh, to make that our anniversary. Yeah, that's fine, and that's well and good. So is it the day after, or is it Nacho's anniversary? Well, I think in fairness to Nacho, you know, we, we would want him to be able to celebrate it as well and, right. and, right. and give him that time to spend with Sarah. So it shouldn't be the date of his engagement. True, because... You know, we've already passed that, so yep. we couldn't <laughs> we couldn't celebrate the first anniversary, which was just which from a logistical suck. standpoint. We'll right. go ahead and cross be, be, that be one difficult. off. Difficult, and also just because of the amount of time that passed with with no um, no interaction. And, and I think we'd be remiss not to mention Jake Fleming, um, and I'm sure we'll talk about him a lot over the course of the podcast. We'll probably get him to call in at some point. Yeah, but he he is you know one of the uh, the, the the people that kind of had a, a huge hand in this because of his. Um, photography at the wedding that you uh-huh. wanted to share with people and, uh-huh. and, and what came of it. So Also worth mentioning who's joined us is JT Twork, uh, yep. a late addition to the Bucket Boys, partially because he was on an Android phone uh, for a large period <laughs> yes, of time. Yes, he literally was an Android phone yeah, that's right. <laughs> for <laughs> a long time. And he's now no longer an Android phone, but so JT's here uh, with us. Yep. So Dave, do you want to give us a little bit of a purpose of this podcast? Yeah, I think the purpose, uh, kind of, of the podcast really is, is we're going to cover the events surrounding, you know, what's going on this week. Uh, if you watched last week tonight, they kind of stole the idea from us, right? When we uh, started talking about the Bucket Boys podcast, so we will be going over the weekly events, uh, any any news, any happenings, any going on going ons, because uh, a lot happens in the week, right? And we want to be able to provide a good rundown and and clarify and really set the tone and we can kind of choose whatever we Yeah, and if there's any sort of like controversial topics, we're going to dive into them as we're going to get to very soon um, for our week. This is a week full of controversy. Um, We can't cover everything that happens in the group text for the week, but we can cover um, a decent amount. So we're going to try to hit that and then also celebrate our major milestones and, you know, any other thing. JB, you got something to add to that? Right. I think some of our listeners would be surprised at how much is actually said and contributed to the Bucket Boys text chain. Uh, For instance, I went to dinner recently. It was about a 45-minute dinner with my lovely wife. Shout out to Julianne. And I didn't check my phone the entire time. I left the restaurant, came back to 262 (laughs) unread (laughs) texts or notifications in 45 minutes. So, And and if I'm correct, about 78% of those were all stats for Kess. They're usually stats for Yeah, tests. that's a good point of clarification. So we we judge the success of a text in the Bucket Boys based off of what? Double digits. Yeah. When yeah. you get to double digits, you you've have, gone viral. You yeah, you have And so a stat would be, you know, on an iMessage, you can hold it down and you can give it an icon. You can give it a heart, you can give it a thumbs up, a thumbs down, exclamation points, laughter, and I think that's it. Question the, mark. The, a question the, mark. That's question, rare. The unoften used question mark. That's right. Uh, that would be you questioned an image or you questioned the statement. And so a lot, all of those show up as notifications in your text messages, or if your phone is not set to do not disturb, will show up as an alert. And so uh, when you send out a good text or something funny or something significant, the people in the text will give you stats based off of it. And we consider in the Bucket Boys double-digit stats a very high achievement. Now, there's 24, I think, on the group text. Um, now, many are not very active. Readers are partakers of the group text. But of those 24... 
you got to get 10 people to engage with and like what you send out for it to be considered really good. It's, and that's pretty rare. It is difficult to do. I mean, I think once a month or so, until recently, uh, we get a double-digit stats. Yeah, and we'll go into that just a little bit later. Yeah, yeah and I, I think another purpose of the podcast is really to— the Bucket Boys uh, text message uh, feed has really impacted the world as we know it. I, I don't think there is any question that we have had a worldwide impact, and uh, something that has reverberated from that is the Bucket Bitches. That's right. Uh, group text. Yeah, so could cool. you explain what that is? Uh, to the best of my knowledge, it is the wives and uh, significant others of the Bucket Boys. Yeah, there's at least one girlfriend on that list. Right. right. So I said significant other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's only a few of us left that do not have a wife to contribute That's to right. the bitches. Yeah. So, and that that group text, I think our wives, and I can't speak confidently for them, were feeling a little left out of the camaraderie that we were experiencing through this group text. Yeah, I, I will say uh, a little story from the other day. You know, going to bed, I'll, I'll text... You know, check the feeds as I'm as I'm lying in bed, and I just start giggling to myself, really, and it just uh, makes my wife mad because I'll be sitting there just giggling, and uh, she's sitting there with nothing to do. She said, "What's going on?" I said, "I can't tell you what's going on. We take privacy very secret, or secrecy very uh, serious would be the word you're looking yeah. for." Yeah, serious. Thank you. Uh, in the bucket boys, and so I think they they felt a little left out, and so they tried to replicate what we have, and I don't know how that's going, but. Yeah, well, obviously we don't need to speculate. Well, no speculation necessary. (laughs) Uh, I believe uh, they are in an identity crisis at the time as far as what this uh, text feed will be about. And so we'll see what, what comes of it. Real quick, if you can hear, that's our other presenting sponsor. Uh, That's not Dave. Uh, taking a leak. That's our other presenting sponsor, Bullet Bourbon. Uh, that is the fuel that keeps this podcast going. So thank you, Bullet. Uh, we appreciate you. Yep, Bullet for the boys. That's right. So that has been an impact. Uh, I, I know our wives, some of them have connected a little better through this group text. It started uh, when my wife and I were in the hospital with our uh, having our third child, and uh, my wife greatly enjoyed uh, the addition of this group text. So um, but let's go ahead, let's jump right into it, and we're going to get into the events of this week, because it was a significant week, and a lot of things happen, uh, but the main storyline of this week is what we're going to call Bernie Gate. Uh, isn't that right? A lot of controversy, a lot of controversy surrounding Bernie Gate and uh, it, its goings-ons and what have you. So who wants to give us a recap of the general idea of Bernie Gate? You know, it, it's something that's been brewing, slowly bubbling a little bit for, for a little while, and I think it really all came to a head this week. Um, you know, the majority of us know uh, the Nard Dog himself, Andrew Bernard. and you Not know, to be confused with Andy Bernard from The Office. Correct. He Different is a, person. He is this a is a not Ed character. Helms. He's, yep. a, he's a fictional character, yep. and our Andrew Bernard is very real. Yep. Very spectacular. Um, so some of us know him. You know, we, we certainly value his friendship and his, his opinions, and... Um, some people have been lobbying to add him to the group, and it's something that obviously we take seriously. Uh, we have open and honest discussions about, and uh, it all just kind of kicked off this week um, from a particular Bernie bro, I'm going to call him. Yep, um, yep. Probably, Team Bernie. Pr- probably the biggest Bernie bro in the group. He wants us to all feel the burn, um, but some of us just weren't having it, and uh, something had to be said, something had to be done, and uh, it was certainly certainly a big 
uh, big talking point for the well, week. Well, and it, it started, I believe, um, at Cam and Leah's wedding, um, or maybe around them, because I think people, so I think it's been about two weeks on, because immediately following the wedding, or at the wedding, we start getting texts from uh, Nacho, uh, who is the biggest Bernie bro, saying, uh, we need to add Bernie to this group text. Now, we have our own theories on why Nacho is so adamant to have Bernie added to this group text. Isn't that right? Dave, you want to take that? Or JB, go ahead. Well, I don't think that we've said this yet, and I believe the burn was added to the group text without authorization. That's, that's where the controversy cr- comes in. Exactly. But we believe that Nacho is feeling a bit of remorse yeah. because he should have had Bernie on the original engagement announcement text, uh, but he didn't. And so I think... Now that Bernie has found out what the Bucket Boys is, and now that Bernie has uh, expressed an interest in joining, uh, Nacho is feeling guilty that he was never part of the original thing, and he should have been. And so he's now trying to make up for past wrongs uh, in the Bucket Boys. So, yes, think? very, very much so. As far as the speculations goes around uh, the last two weeks and Bernie Gate, I caught glimpses of it, but I was out of town for two weeks, and when you're out of town. Uh, and the amount of texts that fly through this thread, it's hard to keep up with it sometimes. I do know my stance on Bernie Gate and how I feel about it, and I'm adamantly opposed to it. Oh, uh, carry on. Oh, We're going to okay. just drop that bomb right in the middle. I, if, I, if, I can, if I can interject really quick, okay. where the controversy started was that uh, Nacho wanted to add Bernie, and so he just added him. Well, he said, who's for adding Bernie to this text? Benson said, responded. I'm open. Dave said, I'm open. And Nacho said, good enough for me, and went ahead and added him I in. Will, I will say I did not say I am. Who was the other one I who did? I don't remember. At least two people said, I'm for it. And then Nacho uh, steamrolled ahead and said, let's go ahead and do this. Uh, Hildy, John Hildebrand. Took offense. Took offense, right. removed him, and I believe said, quote, let's just go ahead and add every damn person who's ever lived in Chesapeake, end quote, in a very sarcastic, I can assume it was over text, but I read that with a tone of sarcasm. Likely, yeah. likely. Now, now here, here on the Bucket Boys podcast, we're we're not about avoiding controversy. We're not about you know softballs lobbing out to each other. We want to ask the tough <laughs> questions. We want to get things done. So I think this will probably be the appropriate time to have someone call in, and we're going to hash this out. Do we have a sponsor uh, for the phone the call? There's, there's definitely mixed feelings as well in the room. JB is this, adamantly this, opposed. Yeah, I, this, this I phone love, call. I love Bernie and, and would not mind if he's in there, but I think it, it needs to go through. This phone call process. is sponsored by Shrimp Dip by Scott Cameron's mother. Oh, I nice. I can't remember her name right now. Sorry, uh, Linda. 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 This Cameron. is sponsored by Linda Cameron Shrimp Dip. Thank you, okay. Linda. So, so we have a, a special caller. Would you like to identify yourself, caller? Yeah, uh, this is Nacho. Nacho, what up, dog? excited to be here i'm honored to be one of the first guests on the podcast and let me say you guys started with the right guy because you can only go up from here so <laughs> well said well it's only gonna get better let's go ahead and get nacho off the phone this has been good having you all nacho we appreciate the time so nacho we're calling we've been discussing uh bernie gate uh and the the controversy that's come around this week and so uh, we've expressed some opinions already, but we just want to get your take on it so that we're equal and fair uh, in this discussion. Okay, we're we're just cutting right to the core, huh? 
we don't have a ton of time. I don't think anyone's going to tune in for an hour and a half podcast of us talking about our group text. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, here. Yeah. It, it's a story from my perspective of hope, um, betrayal, and hypocrisy. Um, I'm interested you know, I'm to see how any of those three happen. breaking up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you, Nacho. That's my fault. No, that's okay. Um, so I've just always been an advocate for, for the Nard Dog because he is genuinely one of the funniest people I know. Um, so I just, I really, as the architect of this group, I don't know how it came to be who was in this group, but I'm I'm sad that Bernie wasn't a part of the OG so, crew. So, Nacho, if, if I can interrupt, uh, you were the architect of this group in that you were texting all the people that you would like to be praying for you as you propose to your now wife. Now, I think the That's question right. is, why did you leave Bernie out? I think none of us would have an issue if you had added him originally, <laughs> but you decided to leave your friend out of this group text. Fair point. I think it was, it was probably one of the guys that I told in person. At the time, we were Mantown partners. We would go to Perfectly Frank once a week, so I probably told him then. But to be fair, to your point, you also told JB and I in person because we shared an office with you at the time, yet you still added us to the group text. You know, it was a year and a half ago. Man, I'm just, it, it's, getting, it's getting heated up in here already, huh? Yeah, that's right. Here's my question, though. You say you've always been an advocate of the Nard Dog joining the group text, yet the group text has been around for a year and a half, and it's just come up for the first time in the past week and a half or so. I've, I've asked people if they would want him to be in the group a couple times okay. i will I'll, I'll vouch for nacho on that he has brought it up a few times just floating the idea of adding the nard dog in there so it but took a took about a year and a half of that before he went public with it to the group right okay yeah 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 so, so when i saw nash's um initial text i got really excited and i just went with it that's it so nash was the second one who gave us thumbs up to the nard dog I think he did, and then Vito followed, and I can't remember who else. Well, no one. That was it. That was the extent of the people that followed. And that's also problematic because Nash is technically our gatekeeper for this text feed or text chain, whichever one we're going to decide to call it. He is actually the, the, the final say for the listeners on whether or not you get in or out, and he holds all of the power. Which I unrelated. That needs to be a topic of another podcast. I want to. I want to dive into Nash, the power structure of the Bucket Boys, because I, I never quite understood it. Being a bit of an outsider to the group, uh, friends, I never quite understood why we gave Nash so much power so quickly. Yeah, we're we're gonna go ahead and put that down on the outline for yeah, for next, for next week. week. Yeah, we'll do next week. We'll talk about Nash unless something big comes up. Okay. So. So. Uh, you know, th- thanks for joining us. We're, we're going to give you a, you know, 30 seconds to just make your final plea, you know, your your best best offer for having uh, Mr. Bernard in the group. And then, uh, you know, we'll see we'll see what comes of this podcast. Okay. I'll tell you the one of my favorite stories I share with him. I'll try and do it in 30 seconds. We were both working at the Y at the time in the interactive zone, which was ba- basically we babysat kids while parents worked out. And there was three of us working at a time, me, Bernie, and one other person. And this kid with the biggest buck teeth walked in, but we didn't see him at first. He was, like, kind of behind his mother. And then we were both by the front desk, and he 
walked around the back of his mother, and we both just looked at each other without missing a beat. And Billy Madison, good, <laughs> simultaneously, and we literally couldn't compose ourselves for the next twenty minutes. It it was unbelievable. All right, well, well, there you have it, uh, fellow Bucket Boys. Um, anyone else that listens to this, even though I don't think it'll be available to anyone else, the girls might listen. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the? Do we? Do we know what this is going to be? Do we know if this is going to be for the world? Um, you know, it's it's it's. I think we might make it available, yeah, but I don't think anyone's going to be interested. No, this yeah. is going to be our ultimate okay. side hustle. My brother-in-law Dan, who's here with us for the recording, might listen to it yeah, now that he's been part of the first day. Producer Dan, producer <laughs> producer Dan over here is definitely going to bring this back to uh, Music City and That's right. uh, share it with all his okay. influencers that he's friends with That's for right. sure. So, um, all right, all right. Well, well, thank you, Nacho. We appreciate your time. Um, See you, uh, buddy. I know, I know it's valuable. Uh, we love you. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. Just to clarify, I love Nacho, and I love Bernie as much as the next guy. Nacho had 30 seconds to make a case for Bernie. I'm not going to lie. He did not make a very strong case for no, Bernie. No, he told a story, a funny story about how they laughed together at something. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's at, a strong They laughed together at a child. At a child. <laughs> <laughs> he was clearly hiding behind his mother for a reason. That's right. So just to be clear. Probably because random jackasses laugh at him in public. <laughs> Nacho has 30 seconds to make a case for Bernie. Bernie, if you're listening, I apologize because uh, your boy did not do that great of a job advocating for you. Yeah, so I think that that about wraps it up for Bernie Gate. So that's Bernie Uh, Gate. We'll keep you updated as the pod goes on to see if he ever gets added. Um, But we want to move on to another major development this week. Major. Major. Speaking of additions to the Bucket Boys uh, in the whirlwind that is Bernie Gate. That's right. And Somebody slipped in. Yeah, because we've been not letting Bernie in for two weeks despite Nacho's best attempts. And without no effort, and probably against his own will, uh, we added Chris Kessick, the original area director of Young Life Chesapeake, a friend to, I think, all of us, and sort of the godfather of this whole thing, I would say. Yeah, he is the beloved of Chesapeake, for right. sure. Yeah, I he, struggle in my job because I'll never be as good as Kess was. So he he definitely slipped under the radar. He was he was added in the the midst of Bernie Gate, and I think everybody kind of let it slide because I, I think that none of us would know each other if it were not for a one Christopher Kessick. That's right. He really, if Nacho wants to claim he's the architect of this group text, uh, he's not. Uh, yeah, I believe that's Kess. Kess yeah. is the oracle, I believe. That's right. That's exactly right. 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 He's the oracle. Uh, is that a Matrix reference? That, that's, that's what I was trying to pull. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Yeah. I, I was trying Thank to find you. the right thing above architect, so I don't know who right. would be. But Kess is that. Kess is whatever is Well, above technically, the Matrix was, or the architect was the developer of the Matrix, and the oracle was just the right. random what black lady Come on. Right. that told Neo that actually nothing sounds, That actually sounds just like Kess. Yeah. So. And, movie. and, and yeah. if someone asked you, would you rather be an architect or an oracle? Oracle every time. Yeah, yeah, so Kess came in. Uh, I, I, unbeknownst to the Bucket Boys, I sent a private text to Kess. Oh, this, this is this is a this is breaking this, news. This oh. is a Bucket Boys exclusive. Okay. Well, because, this would be uh, a perfect sound so clip. So Kess, uh, Kess sent a text that said, "I don't know if I can make it more than 24 hours in this group text." I know Kess. We all know Kess. We know that Kess does not thrive with technology, and so I sent Kess an individual text that said, "There's a do not disturb setting." In this group, in a text message chain, it will be your lifesaver. You know, Kess is a busy man. He's a regional director for Young Life. He's got a lot of people who need his time and attention. 
Uh, and he sent back a very simple yet profound text to me. It just said, thank you. <laughs> right. I think that if all of us did not, and actually and maybe some of you out there that are in the Bucket Boys don't have the Do Not Disturb on, I, God bless I would you. be, yeah, God bless you. But I I think everyone has to have it on. And if we did not have it on, I believe all of us would find ourselves in the place of one Zach Inman desperately trying to get out of I wanna, the Bucket I want to clarify and jump in. There's at least one person in this room who does not employ, does not employ the Do Not Disturb text. A not man true. by the name of Matthew Spencer Benson. No way. Notifications 100%. every text message. I'm, I'm not going to say I never have used Do Not Disturb, but uh, I might use it during a wedding, during a funeral, or maybe if I'm with a lady, but probably not. That's right, because in your mind, and this might be why in you're my still mind, single, the lady bucket and the boys bucket boys first. are equal. That's right. <laughs> no, 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 they don't come first. They're equal. So... We can dive into that on another podcast. Uh, yeah, get, all right. That I, has I to that has to go on the docket next week. I think my heart would stop if I wasn't getting a constant vibration on my. If you've ever hung out with watch. Matt, you can see him constantly check his Apple Watch, and ninety percent of the time, it's a bucket boys test. I'm, my mind is blown right now. Oh, we'll come back to that. So yeah. Kess joins, uh, and we think Kess uh, is either going to figure out how to leave, which none of actually believe that he'd figure out how to leave a group text. Uh, but then second. Uh, would not make that big of an impact into the group text. He seemed excited when he saw who was on it. It's a lot of his old uh, kids from his Young Life Club, and um, he was excited, but then did not say much at all until recently. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he has been a, a solid contributor of stats, but uh, within the past few days, he has just been on fire with his submissions. So within 24 hours, Kess sent two texts, each reaching double digits. One... I, last I checked was up to 17 stats, which I have to imagine is a record yes. for all Bucket Boys stats. Gotta believe it. Definitely. That Definitely means only true. seven people did not acknowledge. And I don't know what's wrong with those seven people. Do we have those text messages available for us to quote? Because I believe that it's only two. And total, I think he's only sent two texts. So the first yeah, one, the first one is going to, we have to be careful because it's a very sensitive topic right now. Uh, but he... Uh, when the initial protests going on in Charlottesville were happening uh, and we were learning who was there, Kess sent a very simple text that wanted to know if VBHC was going to be in attendance. Now, if you don't know, VBHC stands for Virginia Beach Hardcore, uh, which was a scene Kess got familiar with when he was a Young Life leader in Chesapeake, uh, uh, which was just really a timely, funny, and appropriate text at that time. So that, that original text, the will VBHC be there, uh, 12, 12 stats. Which solid, may not seem like a lot, but that's a whole showing. lot. That, that's, that's an absolutely fantastic showing. That's something we all go to bed at night and dream up, you know, how can I possibly send a text that's going to get me 12 stats? That's right. Sometimes I don't text the thread knowing that it's not going to get any stats and don't want to have to live with a text that doesn't get any stats you know what i'm not gonna lie i subscribe to the shooter score goals uh philosophy when it comes to stats like i figure if i put enough out there uh eventually i'm gonna hit something that's gold but yeah i think i mean i think if any of us get five stats we're we're over the moon i feel good about that text. yep so then secondly uh we compliments kess on his well done text uh and he responds i'm so excited i might break edge 
says, thanks, for everybody. Re-double digits, dot, dot, dot. Right. That stands for regarding. I might, yeah. I might break edge tonight to celebrate. That's right. If you're not familiar, edge would be standing for straight edge, which is once again a reference to VBHC. Uh, and uh, that text got 17 stats. Yeah. Fantastic. So, Kaz, if you're listening, once of all, once again, we're impressed that you are taking the time to listen to this and surprised. But secondly, well done and welcome to the group text. You're a wonderful addition. Couldn't agree more. So, we have a few weekly segments we're going to attempt to do on this group text. Uh, One uh, is going to, we're going to call it the dark meme of the week. And uh, who wants to give a little context on that? You know, I'll try to set it up. We're, uh, we're going to kind of tease it this week, and then uh, our hope is that uh, every week a, a dark meme, which is obviously one of the the, the big storylines, one of the big the big ideas of, of, of Bucket Boys and what we are right now, is is the art of the dark meme. Um, we all know the, the godfather of the dark meme is, is Mr. Dan Griffin. And every week we want to take a look at a, a dark meme that has been submitted we want to break it down. We want to look at it from every angle, from every side. It's going to be kind of an inside baseball uh, dark meme breakdown. Now, um, most of us know, I believe, that Dan Griffin is out of, t- out of town. That, that, that's an understatement. He's in Columbia. That's right. <laughs> not not the university, but the country. Which, to be fair, if there's a guy who loves dark memes to go, if there's a place for a guy who yes. loves dark memes to go, it's Columbia. Yeah. You should be in Columbia. It's like a walking country of dark memes. Yeah. So if 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 any if history is any indicator, he will be, he will be back in the states with uh, a new uh, barrage of dark memes coming our way. So and just a real quick history. Uh, Dan stumbled upon dark memes and started sending them to us, and he accidentally sent one. I don't know if it's accident or not, but he claimed it was an accident uh, of a meme where someone dies. Like he sent a video to the I group text where there was a awful. death. When you when you try to send. A GIF yep. uh, through text. It shows you a preview of that. Yep. And then when you send the full thing, you see the the full GIF play. So I think so it was like a car wreck is, or yeah, something, and yeah, all of a sudden over a cliff, and you see a, a body fly out of the car. And yep. Very disturbing. Which, and I'll throw oh this controversy into the midst of it. I struggle with the dark memes. I don't typically watch them when they're sent out, and I don't I don't give them stats either. Um, <laughs> in that sense, but I. I'm happy for them to be sent out. I'm happy to dive into it each week, but that's sort of my perspective on it. And I think it's kind of an unwritten rule now that um, you are supposed to confirm that no actual harm or, or death occurs in the dark meme. Which are before you to. send it out. Right, right, right. You're supposed we to ain't trying to watch people thoroughly. die. It's not exactly. what we're about. This yeah, there's like a regular thing. Like There was like a year ago where it was a thing where people on Facebook were posting. It was before dark memes were a thing, but it was just like this dark video like barrage of random awfulness and one of which was the awful thing that happened at smith mountain lake where they were they were showing that the actual footage of that interviewer and that guy running up on oh, him yeah, and, Adam, try, and you just yeah, you know well, and i don't you, want any part of that it, yeah i want no part of that i'll call it a dark meme and laugh at it <laughs> i don't know man I'm not going to laugh at that stuff. but It's dangerous. So we're going to dig into that each week Hope until Dan sends another one that's inappropriate, and then we might go ahead and cut that one off. We have to shut it down. So another weekly feature uh, of this podcast is going to be what we call the Inman Watch. We teased the Inman uh, situation earlier in this podcast, but it's essentially going to be a check-in to see if anyone's seen Inman. So has anyone seen Inman? Not me. I ain't seen him. The last time I saw Inman was about... Uh, 
was in May, actually. All right. At its, yeah, so. This has been your Inman watch of, uh, of the week. So, Inman, if you're listening, we are shocked. Uh, and, uh, you know, God bless you. So And suck it. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so I think that's it for this podcast of this week. And so if there's, uh, is there anything else we need to add before you know, we? I, I just kind of had this idea um, as we were, as we we're recording to maybe, if if it happens, if if we're recording the podcast and the feeds are are lighting up, yep, we should kind of timestamp the podcast with kind of what's what's occurring. All right. Uh, so what's happening right now on the feeds? So today today was a pretty quiet day. Obviously, you know, there's been a lot going on this weekend, and um, uh, just just kind of as we were recording. Uh, somebody decided to kind of break us out of this this quiet time that we've enjoyed today. Um, it's, it's a man you know by the name of Jacob Hetherington, and he he thought it was time to get the naughties out, as he says. <laughs> and this this was at eight thirty eight that he said this. It's now nine twelve, and so far what's consisted of getting the naughties out is Jacob Hetherington himself sending four gifts in a row. <laughs> And then Mr. Jim Polizzi chimed in with a Chris Farley taking a shirt off from Billy Madison. Um, so uh, I don't know that we've got all the naughties out just yet, but uh, I still I think, have a few I more. Jacob, I still have a few more that need to come out later yeah, tonight. Yeah, I but. think Jacob is is at least feeling uh, pleased with that. So um, that that was our our timestamp of the feeds for for this week. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I hope this uh, gets some traction. We're gonna try to do this once a week uh, and recap the week. It might be. A rotating cast of who's actually uh, hosting the podcast, based off who's in town and what's going on. But um, we are uh, we're excited to see where this goes. So, you have our exit music ready? Yeah, I've got it queued up. Just you know, uh, feel free to submit your ideas. This, this is for four bucket boys by bucket boys. Um, so we want to we want to hear your thoughts and, and and have you call in and and uh, contribute as well. So. Here's a fun little fact: uh, following this podcast, the four of you are going to watch Game of Thrones. Dan and I are going. To buckets, there so you go. He, we're trying to give him the full Chesapeake experience while he's here. We're gonna go have a beer at buckets yep. before we uh, call tonight. He could he could not be our producer if he hasn't been to buckets. That's so right. So he's producer gonna go to buckets. Dan to in for a treat. Yeah. Yes, so we're gonna take him to buckets for a treat, my friend. I, I said this is uh, this is why you know Dan's good people. I said something about buckets, and he goes, "Oh, I like the sound of that place." And then our father-in-law Jim, who uh, is an unusual man, said, "I don't know what, what's there to like about it." And Dan goes, "Well, they, s- they serve you beer in a bucket." And Jim goes like, "You drink it out of a bucket, like they they fill up from the tap in a bucket." He said, "No, they just they put bottles of beer in ice." I wish they did. I said it'd be Viking style if they. How, could we advocate buckets to serve us beer in a bucket? We can advocate. I don't. To do I that I advocated that each of us had to drink a bucket before recording each episode of Bucket Boys podcast, and it was um, quickly brought to my attention that that was a bad idea. That's right. And. Um, but I still stand. It's a good idea. It's well. By it it's a good idea in how? theory. Right. So, in, yeah. In theory. But three so hour long podcast of us sobering up. Yeah. So for uh, for Dave, Matt, and JB, we are uh, excited you guys have tuned in and listened to our first podcast. This is Steve Rawls uh, on behalf of the Bucket Boys podcast signing out. Dude.